What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have some hot takes from the men's national team game against Mexico and our reactions to that crowd. Also, thoughts on both finals, the Stanley Cup and the NBA finals, some lacrosse thoughts, and all of our normal segments as well. Thank you so much for listening to our show this week. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can like, buy it. There is no more no contention psychic. than the three of us in this fucking Google Doc. Yeah, it's, a, it's a constant war. It's a constant it is a constant <laughs> battle. Me trying to keep it neat. Well, so the other day... Kendra adding be... her notes under Haley's Do we want to start? Let's start, because this, yeah. okay. this, this is a good cold open. So the other day, I slid into the dock to start filling things out. This was like on Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> and I see Tyler just so happens to also be in the dock. And I just go, hi, Tyler, under when he was, like, typing. And he goes, he said something. And he said a picture of a cat. And I just said, nice pussy. And I left it no context. Is it still there? Oh, yeah. It better be. It's still there. I didn't get rid of it. So when it comes out, there will be what is what are those things that they an Easter egg of nice pussy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This week, I for the for it's notorious that I hop on, like, a couple minutes before the show and like throw my show notes together just a couple thoughts together this week i hopped on at the beginning of the week and i was like i'm gonna get my notes in early here we go tyler had a couple things in and this bitch come you have so many more notes than i put i thought i was like getting ahead of the curve and you crushed it so we're gonna I have am- a really good show today if anyone's out there watching or listening already buckle up. i am constantly the notes queen like i have True. so much to say at all times and i never shut up so that's the thing all right we can talk about it now uh we're gonna hop into our hlh which is our if you're new here which i'm assuming this week we're gonna have some new listeners my name's Kendra Middleton. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Haley DeMello and our producer Tyler. Um, if you're listening to this, go like and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube or whatever it is on Apple, Spotify, all the things. Happy to have a couple new people here this week. Um, that being said, my high, which we can just talk about. I started at 98.5, the sports hub this week. Um, I'm going to be one of the first women they've had on the air over there. So go follow us on socials. You know what I'm going to be on and chatting about sports but what I was gonna say is that I feel like that's why I'm good for radio is because I can spit out a take about pretty much anything at any time oh a JMO appearance hello yeah I'm so sorry he just busted through my door I and so I might hop off video for a second to go close that but I will be back um so that's my high pretty cool I've always like I love radio I started my career in radio so I'm super happy that's obviously my high usually I don't start but we'll switch things up this week um actually I'm gonna stay and go next because Tyler always goes second oh that's true I guess Kendra did go first so I'm okay I'm making it about me but anyway um my high is also gonna be Kendra's new job and just a lot of really exciting things going on for the pod right now. And three of us, I think vibes are in our corner. We're getting into summer. Um, I just, I'm feeling really positive this week. And I think that it's going to be a great week. So I've just, I'm feeling good. That's my hot high. Hot take, hot take. 
I feel like summer for a lot of people is a sports lull. Like it's just baseball and some golf, even though that's not exciting. SNS peaks in the summer because not only are we a lacrosse podcast, but also an F1 podcast. So you know what? Fuck all the sports haters. We have the Women's World Cup. We have soccer going on. PGA. We are also a golf podcast. Hot girl golf summer. Hot girl golf summer. We are in full effect. That's my, that's my high audible hot girl golf summer. Went to the driving range this week. Despite the the US open right now. Yep. We're watching the open. I'm kind of living for the drama. Um, and yeah, hot girl golf summer. It's here to stay. You heard it. We should make that our Twitter banner for the summer instead of our normal one. Yeah, I need to update my Twitter. Well, I, my Twitter banner is still that I have to like. I have to clarify that I have a new Twitter because Elon deleted my old Twitter, SNS lore. Um, so I haven't updated it in a long time. Tyler, do you have a high? You do. I do have a high. Uh, surprise, surprise. And I don't really remember it because it was so long. Like exactly what he talked about. But there was this clip that came out. Like I think while we were at the beach. Um, this UVA baseball player being interviewed for uh, like ahead of the world college world series or whatever. Um, The most incredible interview I think I've ever heard. He just like rambles and it's the funniest thing in the world. I'll, I'll throw a clip in here so people can see. Um, Have you guys seen it? I can't say that I have. Oh, it's so good. You got to look it up. It's the funniest interview I think I've ever seen. I will say we, um, Tyler and I did go to the beach. We went to North Carolina last week and we, I, we were pretty much offline. I would say for most of the week, I feel like we missed so much in just one week of like, we'll get into it, but like baby Gronk, like there was so much stuff in this one week that we missed. And now I feel like I'm very behind, very behind. Also, 38 minutes, we need to switch over to F1, just saying. Oh, that? We got practice one from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. So we get some F1 updates. I guess Aston Martin upgrades. I don't know. We'll see. Um, My low is that the Oakland A's are leaving Oakland. Also, SNS lore, I used to be an intern at a sports radio station out in San Francisco, I love the A's. I feel really bad for kids that are growing up in Oakland and watching all these teams leave the Bay Area. Do we love Vegas? Are we a Vegas podcast? Yes. Do I think Vegas deserves everything that they're getting? Yes. We'll talk more about like the Vegas stuff later. I love that they now have an NLL team. Obviously, they have the Raiders. They're going to get the A's. I have a Stanley Cup as well. They have a Stanley Cup. I just think that they should be doing this through expansion teams like the team that just won the Stanley Cup instead of taking teams away from other cities. We all know that I think that the Chargers should still be the San Diego Chargers because LA doesn't give a fuck about that team the way that San Diego did. And I don't know, I just hate it. Like I was listening to this news broadcaster talk about how he saw a 10-year-old kid in an Oakland A's hat, and that's just going to mean something completely different in a couple years. And yeah, they'll probably have more fans because they're going to be Vegas. But I don't know, like that just is inevitably sad to me in a weird way. How do you do you guys have thoughts on that? I think it's I just think it's weird. I think it's sad. I'm yeah, glad you I turned mean, your mic around. I was wondering why you sounded like that. Did I sound bad? It I wasn't amazing, but I was it was just different. Yeah, I don't know what was going on here. Uh, um there's gotta be more to they're not just moving from Oakland because they feel like being mean. There's it's gotta no, be it's, because it's, they were. It's a money thing. Yeah, it's a but yeah. It, 
It is unfortunate that it is kind of a mass exodus, though. It's nobody not- yeah. goes to games. Like I like, get yeah. it. And that was the thing I was just gonna point out is like all the things I've seen on Twitter this week of like you know the reverse boycott, like people there like at the A's games. Yeah, like, please don't leave. Like that's heartbreaking. That's like, you see so those sad to me. And it's so like I was. It was really sad. We watched Moneyball over vacation. We did. And that that kind of made me that kind of made me emo about it as well. Like I I don't know. I'm actually really bummed about this. And yes, like you pointed out, we are. Uh, listen, Vegas. I will be the first to say Vegas is one of my favorite cities in the country. I was rooting. It for is my favorite overnight. city. I'll say it. I just I have to agree. Something about this A's move is really like. It, it's heartbreaking it's and yeah i don't know that's just the I only word it. i can describe money it i get it money wise but it's just the principle of the thing that's sad to me yeah i feel bad like if the jacksonville jaguars shut up i don't want to hear any fucking london jaguars jokes shut up before you even make them i would be devastated i would not support the team anymore i think i would light some shit on fire i would freak the fuck out like i would freak the fuck out and yeah like sure nfl might be more popular but there are definitely people who feel the same way about the oakland a's that i do about the jacksonville jaguars and i just i think i don't know i i don't know whose fault it is i but i would find them and if you are like an og listener sarah once said i will be in your walls john henry i will be iconic So yeah, I, I would like actually kill someone. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that low Haley. So I know we kind of just like went off on how we thrive in the summer and that is true. I agree. But something about this past week, wrapping up the NBA finals and the NHL Stanley cup in the same, within a matter of days granted we do have f1 we do have pga but i feel like we are entering what i call the dark times where we go from watching pretty much like nhl nfl game and a night everything game a night and now we don't and a lot of the things like the thing with golf and f1 is that they're weekend sports so mm-hmm. they're thursday through sunday pll um, too. f1 yeah pll yep. as well but um, love island's back Love Island is back. Ghost Adventures is back. We have a lot of good things that are in the works. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just kind of, it was sad for me. <clears throat> yeah, don't I also just love like playoff season is just so awesome. And it's kind of like a serotonin drain when it's. Yeah. Gone. I will say this does make me less of a piece of shit as a human being, though, because I'm a night workout person and I can like go for a nice walk. I can go lift weights. I can go to a workout class. I can go to like an MMA class. I can do whatever the fuck I want at night. Um, And that is that that is baller. That is prime time because I'm not missing sports. But I do agree with the weekend thing. Now I plan my weekends around watching sports anyway in general, though. I just like I I just plan my weekends around sports no matter what time of year it is, though. That's just it is yeah, what it is. Pretty much though. I get it. I totally get it. Um, Tyler, I also love your low because it was gonna be my low if it wasn't already in our notes. It is the weirdest situation in sports right now. The I find it baby, very upsetting. The whole actually. baby Gronk 
situation than his father. The worst father of all if, time. He's if you be haven't, yeah, if you haven't heard about the baby Gronk thing, basically there's this dad pimping his kid out by taking him on. He's like got a meal plan, a red like a workout regimen. He's doing all these college visits, all like these videos and interviews, and this dad's basically feeding this kid what to say and like quite literally grooming this child. It's disgusting. It's yeah. awful, and. You know, it went on for a while, and then I feel like this week, whenever he went on, what is that podcast? I don't even know what it is. Bring uh, the I juice or something. something like I don't that. know. I've seen the clip. I don't know what it was. Yeah, so some big like sports podcast, whatever. Yeah, and and he, the, da- the dad had to have been that podcast. I feel like he was definitely like paying them to interview them, because no way would they like re-ask the question when the dad asked him the question right I that felt know. weird I, I the whole the whole thing is so weird the whole thing is weird i think that's why they posted it though was to stop bringing Maybe. attention to the situation Maybe. and to actually be like hey this is really fucked up like let's not give this any more positive attention because it's not no what it's being portrayed as online yeah, yeah, it's all. They it's... did it to protect the kid, and I honestly like I don't know who they are. I don't know. I don't, if they're know, pe- I don't know. I don't know if they're good people. I don't know if they're bad people. But like, that if that's was, the case, yeah. Shout out. That was a yeah. That, that was there, the right thing to do. I was... that, it's just a ridiculous situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say as someone that has worked in education and has worked with kids and and parents alike and in sports as well, just being a coach and and working with parents, um, it is very upsetting and also kind of reminiscent i don't know like how many of our listeners are in on the youtube space or watch a lot of youtube comment but these families a youtube child these family vloggers that are coming out and just kind of the ability to monetize your child in a way that i don't think has been able to be done before the internet and there's just a serious lack of legislation and laws to protect these kids and their money that they make in these situations and i think that that's or just their nil be- and like their right, like bodies and yeah, it just makes me very uncomfortable. And the fact that he really has no autonomy in the situation, and I'm yeah. speaking on behalf of the child, um, it just makes me sad. And I don't, and I think that as you like as you Google the situation, like the number one word around it is cringeworthy. So I think people are getting it and are getting on board. So I would agree that like shout out to them for putting that out there um the internet did a positive thing for once yeah so i think that we're all kind of on the same page and i appreciate that and just don't give that kind of parenting any positive energy because that's not something that we need to be encouraging or you know just you know putting that yeah worst situation i hope it works out for the kid because if it if he does grow up and he's just awful at football that'd be very unfortunate Mm-hmm. he seems like such a sweet kid too yeah. that's the thing for me is that like I was watching that interview and it was like he just seemed as though I think that his, my his actual personality just, I don't know why my Alexa thing is like popping up can you guys hear me yeah, yeah. I can hear you. okay cool sorry I don't know what just happened his um, actual personality feels nothing like the person I agree his dad is yes, like pushing that was him to be. my whole point that I was about to make was that he just seems like such a sweet kid like this isn't what like and even so he's what 10 12 years old no 10 or 12 year old should have a workout regimen or be eating like chicken and rice and broccoli like let the kid be a freaking kid because he's gonna resent you for this one day 
super dangerous to their self-esteem and their eating habits you know being a dancer when I was a young child like I know people that that affected their entire lives and it still affects them today what they were made to eat as a child but the other thing I was going to say is it kind of just hit me as we're talking about this do you guys remember the balloon boy situation no no i don't think so when that like weather balloon went off you definitely do remember this and maybe uh, this, the term balloon boy does sound so like... there was like that weather balloon and the parents called and were like our kids in there like blah 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 it was like national news and they interviewed the family and the kid super sweet kid probably the same age as this kid was like yeah dad said we had to do it for the show because they found him actually in the house and they were like oh my god we had no idea he was hiding in here and like then they were like all Mm. all over them and it was like the kid just was just being honest like was being fed all these lines and then yeah was a kid and was like i'm gonna you know so it's just it gives me that kind of vibe where it's like feeding your kids lines and i don't know they're just kids let them be kids you know yeah i wouldn't remember my lines at that age like and you shouldn't have doing to. some sketchy shit like what yeah and you shouldn't have to um I was gonna say my hero is that I think I'm staying in my apartment next year which is rad because I've moved every year of my life for the last like 15 years but my real hero we can just throw in our little bit of soccer talk here USA beat Mexico's ass last night and then it was so bad that they started out throwing throwing out homophobic slurs and you know what I'm glad we beat you bitches your back line is trash you are fucking throwing beers and trash at our players pieces of shit pack it up and go home I am like I I love the rivalry I love all of that but when you as a fan base do not respect athletes or you're going to be homophobic because you're getting your ass beat that bad. That's embarrassing. Pack it up and go the fuck home. That is absolute trash human behavior. I don't care what's going on politically, globally, whatever. Leave the fucking players out of it, you pieces of shit. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm just saying the fans in that stadium last night who were partaking in that are pieces of shit and nothing outside of that. But holy crap. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, absolutely. And I know this is like a hot word in the sports world within the last couple of years, classless behavior from the Mexico teams in Vegas last night. Um, I thought the whole thing was embarrassing. Players too. Like I, it was, I saw a tweet that was like, um, the Mexican team is a better boxing team than they are a soccer team. Cause they were just straight up trying to like throw it was fans. so bad and it was serious. And I was the watching referee. it live and I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, the, the whole thing was embarrassing. Regardless of if you get beat three nil, which is embarrassing all in itself. Let's be honest. If you're Mexico, one of supposedly the best teams in the world, historically, obviously they've fallen off in the last couple of years, but for your fans to behave that way and think that that kind of behavior is going to be tolerated. I will also shout out the organizers for putting a stop to the game. That behavior should never be encouraged. And it's already, we're seeing it have effects, not only in, you know, these games in North America, but we look at what happened in France or in Spain over the last couple of months with their issues. And it's just like, Sports are supposed to be an inclusive space for everybody. They're supposed yep. to be something that everybody can enjoy, no matter your color, no matter your race, no matter your gender, no matter your sexual orientation. 
And for you to be losing and bring out any of those things as an, as a slight is just unacceptable. So I totally agree. Absolutely classless, embarrassing. I thought they pulled out a win. So good for them. Here's the thing. The refereeing was awful. I agree. But on top of that, the players, the refereeing, the fans, all of it. We are hosting the next World Cup with Canada and Mexico. Mexico. And CONCACAF has such little fucking cojones, no balls, nothing, that they will not punish them at all. They're not going to take any of these games away. And you know what? Not only are potentially we or Canada or whoever going to have to go and play there, but other teams around the world are going to. And the World Cup that we are now joint hosting is going to have fans and players involved that are playing like that screaming homophobic slurs are you fucking kidding me if CONCACAF has any pride at all they will punish the mexican side for this at least at least one world cup game i don't give a shit do something about it you can't preach that that it's soccer's for everybody have all this pride shit going on this month and not do fucking anything about it and continue to reward them with world cup games in 2026 you can't do it 100 you cannot yep i think that's absolutely fair a hundred percent. And you know what? You can do it. Don't tell me you can't. Cause I know you can and you should. And at the end of the day, like you have to think about it in, in the Spain situation too. And I can't think of the Brazilian player's name at the moment, but, and even last night, if, if we're going to behave this way, and I'm not saying we, but if people are in general are going to behave this way, the game's just going to be over and you're going to have to go home. And like, that's it. Like there's just, there's no if and or buts about it. It's just that behavior cannot be accepted as it wasn't last night. And I just, I I can't think of anything else that we can do other than punish the team on behalf of the fans if they're going to behave that way. And here's the thing. If you're going to be so pussy that you want the game to not be reflected as three, nothing, you want it to be like reflected as just canceled the players who got red cards last night should be allowed to play in the final because actually that never happened. So they should be allowed to play. In my opinion, you shouldn't get punished when homophobic slurs and fans and you're being kicked by their players and people are throwing shit at you. Fuck that. And you know what? I, you know what? I'm an American. I love team USA. I love this men's national team. I love the diversity and inclusion and equality that has been spread through this team. So Absolutely. yeah, you can call me a homer, but I don't give a fuck what country this it was doesn't in matter. During, during a game like this. This is not human behavior. This is nope. not humans treating other humans like human beings. You know what? You fucking played, you paid to be there and watch those p- players play. Even if somebody is gay on our team, which you know what? Yeah, but you paid to sit there and watch that game and you're going to act like that towards them. You're fucking paying their salaries. So who's the real loser here? You. Yeah. Totally. Um, so that was my hero that turned into, you know, rant, mini rant, whatever, but it, you know what? It needed to be said. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's honestly, I, and not to bring it back to earlier, but again, another, another sport that is highlighting the city of Las Vegas. This is a huge event for them. And I just think that it's so unfortunate that that fan base and their behavior and their treatment of the field and the space and the team and the other fans in that stadium and the players and it's, and it's, it's just unacceptable to me. 
It's absolutely unacceptable. I don't understand why any fan in any capacity of any sport would act that way. I don't care if Deshaun Watson was in front of me on the field. I would never throw a beer or popcorn or anything at him. Anything. Ever. And I'm a Boston fan. So I acknowledge when, you know, we have those moments and we have our own history with certain things. It, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Boston. It doesn't matter if it's Mexico. I feel the same way about it no matter what. It's just unacceptable. So that's what it is. Um, um, what's your hero, Haley? So Tyler, do you want to do a joint? Because ours is together. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to follow that up. I know. But, yeah. um, so, so to bring the show uh, back up for a moment, um, Tyler and I, we call him our son. Um, but it's just because we have been writing for him, Tyler, much longer than I have. Admittedly, I'm a bandwagon fan post full swing, although he was not doing that well. He hasn't been. That's why it's such a good story. So, uh, uh, our hero is Ricky Fowler. Tyler, you want to give us some thoughts on his performance at the U S he's playing amazing right now. He set the course record yesterday, along with Xander Shoffley, who also did, um, round and round one of the U S open. Uh, he's just playing out of his mind right now. I don't know what he's changed in his game um, over the past several months. He's been playing really well, um, but he went from being, he didn't even make this tournament last year was in Boston. He was a reserve player. He wasn't even invited to it. He was there just in case somebody withdrew and he would go in and play. Nobody, uh, he was like one away from playing, didn't get to play. And then a year later he entered round two in the lead Um He's just playing out of his mind right now, and I couldn't be happier. Shout out our boy Ricky. That's our son. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's our, that's our son. <laughs> Is this a coming out party? I don't even know. My um, boy. <laughs> all right. So we'll talk about some NBA stuff here. Another little, like, quick, sad sort of whatever situation before we recap the finals and the parade. Breaking news here today, John Morant suspended 25 games. I don't think the fact that this was drawn out and made it seem like it was going to be 50 games or an entire season or whatever is so stupid. This could have been announced during the finals or literally before the parade. The day, like this is, did I say that I expected between 20 and 30 games because he didn't do anything illegal? Yeah. But just because you want the airtime and you want to be talked about and you want the blogs and you want the press, whatever, when there's nothing else going on, this was stupid. This was dumb. You know what this is? And our... I see you're vaping and I will raise you a vape. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. To all of our people watching, I just needed to take a vape before the point that I make right now. Um it's give to all of our male listeners, I apologize, but just try to stay with me here. When you are watching a, uh, say, <clears throat> a Vanderpump reunion or a uh, a show that if gives you get pussy, you, you know what we're talking about. A show that gives you a moment where at the very last minute, there's a big, a big drama point or something. And then they hit you with the to be continued or the reunion part two, part three. Like. You could have done it all in one episode. There was no reason to have three episodes. That was the same vibe I got. Like we, you could have just told us we would have had the same reaction. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I agree. It felt very drawn out. Like, kind of like they wanted to make this big ta-da. And then it was just kind of like, okay. The biggest thing about this was that 
Yeah, the biggest thing about it is that you drug it out, not the actual news. 25 games. Who gives a shit? Like, especially because of like the prior punishments, I'm just like, it, it is what I expected, and I do what thing. It's what I think is fair. But why make it a spectacle when it's the exactly. fair thing to like? Who cares? Who and when cares? the original point was, we don't want it to be a spectacle to take away from the final. Yeah. But we're gonna. But by doing that, you did make it a spectacle yeah. because you made us wait for it. It's like weird, weird, weird. That's suspicious. That's weird. Do you think? Do you think it's fair? What? What? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with. I agree with what you said. I think that I was also expecting. I was going 30 to 35. Um, I mean, I, I, I have no say as to if it's right or wrong. That's the decision they made. Um, we've talked about the situation previously. Um, I am disappointed for this Grizzlies team because I think that there was a lot of momentum going behind them into this past season. And I have to be honest, like I, I have been rooting for the organization. Like I really want them to do well. I want them to be a strong contender in the league. And I think they have the ability to, I really hope that Morant takes the suspension to improve, reflect, and hopefully come out on the other side. And I, I'm really hopeful that they can do well without him. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, so I am disappointed for their fan base. If it comes to a situation where they're like 10 and 20 in the first 30, I will say this is kind of fucked up, but I did think it was really funny. The job wick tweets. <laughs> okay. We can talk about this because I also thought they were hilarious. I didn't see those. What are, what are they? Job, Just John you know- wick? Yeah, John Wick. Is it just a yeah. boy John Wick? Yeah, so that was trending on Twitter this morning, and I texted Haley and Tyler, and I was like, "Not Jaw Wick trending on Twitter." I, I had, I one of my ex boyfriends was obsessed with the John Wick movies. I also love the John Wick movies. I've but never seen one. That sent me. That is so funny. It was good. Um, that's all I gotta say. I think here, hear me out. In case you're like I said, we probably have some new listeners this week. Do I think that we need better gun control shit? Yeah, obviously. I think most Americans do. Do I think that you should be flashing a gun on Instagram Live, even if you're not John Morant? No. Should you have one in a strip club? No. My biggest issue with all of that was that he did not apologize to the strippers for having a gun drawn. That's fucking weird. And it doesn't show any growth. Should you have a gun on Instagram live after that at all? No, it just, you're John Morant, chill out. Like you have everything so made. It's so easy to not be a weenie. Don't be an L7 weenie. Like it's not that hard, but he didn't do anything illegal. So do I think that like the 30 game mark is, you know, fair? Yeah, kind of. He didn't hurt anybody, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have. It's just the fact that this is the second time in less than a month that Adam Silver is having to be like, all right, you know what, kid? Like, we're the NBA. We're not the NFL. We're not the MLB. We don't fuck around. Like, literally. But I'm at that's a point. Why... I'm at a point where I'm more worried about him hurting himself with these Me guns too. than I agree. With that is other, a hurting other people. Yeah. Also, this is super random. Do you guys ever get addicted to like putting chapstick on? I'm like wondering how much petroleum jelly I'm going to swallow. Is that's that a, that's a thing. Jelly? That's a thing. So yes. there's there's like a conspiracy theory that they make 
the eos the like, the the eggs they yeah they make them like addictive the eggs they do that i yeah. stopped eating them so that I they sell more of them i put this it's like thing dasani water they have on a my content face. in their water uh, i hate so dasani they water sell more yeah it because it makes you thirstier no it just is shitty water well it has salt content in it so it yeah. makes you thirstier so you buy more dasani well me too um anyways talking about the championship and the parade super quick before we i don't know do you want to talk about the celtics trade stuff or do you want to leave that for our shit no okay i figured we'll talk about it during the draft because that might be important at the time Uh, i'm stressed that's all you need to know um all i have to say and I, i i think i have more notes here than i really whatever nicole Jokic is kind of a robot but he's also the most relatable human of all time First of all, his quote yesterday about if you missed like him saying that he doesn't want to be at a parade because he wants to go home and like see his horses and stuff and that he like hates work and all of that stuff. And then he gets to the parade. and He's like, I fucking love the parade. That is awesome. Like he is a robot, but so relatable. What I think is the bigger question here that people seem to like kind of be getting at is is it a big deal that basketball isn't his life and it's just a job for him? Like, do you have feelings on that? Like, does it bother you? Do you care if this was Jason Tatum? Would you feel the same way? No, because I think it's interesting when you look at what he's done and and the fact that he is from Serbia, he's from another country. and, And the story was, is that he was at the press conference. Someone asked if he was excited for the parade on Thursday, him not realizing the parade was on Thursday, realized he was going to have to stay in the U S and not go home. He was pretty disappointed, but he did have a great time. I think that personally, listen, I get it. I'm the first person to be like athletes are people too. And if he wants to go home and he wants to, you know, I understand that it's a, a job for him. For me, that almost makes it more impressive because he is one of the more dynamic centers that i've seen in basketball in a really long time yeah top five all time already all time and i like i just the fact that it is just a job which i don't know is necessarily true i think obviously if you're playing basketball professionally basketball is your life um but i think it speaks more to his character that he is just like yeah you know i have my family person i have my family and i have to put my priorities where my priorities are and i think i really like kind of felt more sympathetic for that after watching full swing and watching a lot of those athletes with their families. And when you watch hard knocks and things like that, where you get to see kind of the behind the scenes, I think it's easy for us to get so lost when we look at it just from a broadcast to broadcast perspective, that these guys are people and they have lives and they have families and they have, you know, drama and things that they're dealing with and relationships and children. So good for him. I'm happy for him, honestly. Yeah, I see a lot of Nuggets fans being like, he's not dedicated, like he doesn't actually love basketball, like I don't want a guy like this, does he even care? And it's like, he just won you your first championship, who gives a shit if he wants to go see his horses and hang out with his family? I honestly think it makes him more likable because it shows that he's like actually a human and not just like a basketball robot. Like, could you imagine if you had this like big Eastern European dude who just is like, yes, basketball and hoop, that's my life, that's it. Like, he's more likable for this. And you know what? Who cares if he wants to go home at the end of the game? I probably would, too. Yeah, literally. Literally Who me. Who gives a shit? Especially like, if you live in Serbia and your whole family is there. Dude, if Trevor Lawrence won the Super Bowl 
And he was like, yeah, I don't even really like football that much. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to go spray champagne on every single person I know and Literally. go fucking feral for the next year of my life. Literally. And you have to imagine, too, for a guy like him, a guy his size, after the performance that he put out there and the season he had, my man was probably just tired. He probably just wanted to go to bed, to sleep in your own bed. Like, yeah, I want to go home. Like, yeah. you know, I get it. I also get why people complain when series end in five games or it's, you know, whatever. Is it bad for the sport? Is it whatever? Honestly, no, because put out better product then. Be more competitive. Win games. Stop bitching about it. Win or don't. Shut up. Shut up. Who cares? That leads me to my first point about the NBA Finals, which is that we all correctly guessed the outcome and the number of wins and the number of losses. Therefore, this podcast knows ball. True. The streets are saying. Some are saying. Um, I will say I'm sad. I do think Jimmy deserves a ring just as a human being. I love him. Like, he's a Hall of Famer, if you ask me. I don't think that that's really a question. I just, he had the performance of a lifetime. Like that was a playoff performance like none other. He got them through that Celtic series. And honestly, the Bucks series too. I know that Giannis was hurt. I know that the Celtics, you know, weren't playing their best basketball unless they were cornered to do so. But without him, they wouldn't be there, especially with the number of undrafted guys that they have. Tyler Hero was hurt. I I, I just, I want to give Jimmy his flowers. You didn't get swept, kid. And you got to the finals with that fucking roster. Yeah, I said I have on here that my honest, my honest to God, biggest takeaway from the entirety of the postseason is my newfound appreciation for Jimmy Butler. I think he is one of my favorite players in the league now. I went into the season not liking him. Obviously, the Miami-Boston rivalry and the T in Philadelphia learning what that whole situation was really about and getting to really learn who he is as a person and as a, and as a personality, he's so funny. Like he's just a very likable person and a phenomenal basketball player. I continued to be impressed with him every single series he played in. Um, honestly, honestly kind of carried that team in my opinion. Um, like you said, with Tyler hero being out, um, I am happy. We will not have to look at the bucket hat content for a little bit uh that was getting kind of old i don't know what did you think about the bucket hat thoughts i don't give a shit about the bucket bucket hat i'm in i like a good bucket hat but i I do too but it was too much jimmy butler girl dad i honestly i wouldn't if you asked me a year ago i would never thought that this would be my take i think i love jimmy butler i have loved jimmy butler for a long time i think girl dad we stand a girl dad. Also, Nikola Jokic, girl dad. Girl dad. Great girl dad. Our girl dad's dominating the NBA. Look at Steph Curry. It's summer saying, dude. I don't know, because I was going to also point this out when we were talking about Jokic. I think as much as I love Jason Tatum, one of the things that makes him so lovable is his relationship with Deuce. Like these, these yeah. moments in these relationships that we, you know, like get to see where they have families and stuff is so important. I'm not a huge kid person, but I do love the Deuce content. I love Deuce. I yeah, love he's a cutie. Such Did a you cutie. see the picture of him at school and how much taller he is than all of his other classmates? Yes. 
wild. It's funny when you see him on the court with his dad, you're like, he's so little. Mm -hmm. And then you see him next to other kids and you're like, oh my God. I know. Duke's about to offer him. I would die. Oh my God. That'd be the best thing in life. Baby Gronk's like getting all these things and so is Deuce Tatum. (laughs) Baby Gronk versus Deuce Tatum. Can't wait. Deuce every day. Every minute. Uh, Even though they're like seven years apart. Are they? Yeah, Deuce is five. I have no clue how old Deuce is. Deuce is five. He just turned five, I think. Uh, uh, any other thoughts? I do have some betting odds stuff here, but we if we're going to do a... Spoiler alert, I was going to talk about this at the end of the show. We're going to do a Tequila Tuesday episode for the NBA draft. We'll probably do some predictions where we think people will go because that will obviously influence the draft. So mm-hmm. we'll probably get to all that on Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. Doing a special episode, especially because we missed last week's show. We'll talk about the Stanley Cup super quick. I honestly am good for Bruce Cassidy. I have noticed that a lot of the players haven't really congratulated him. I haven't seen the Bruins say anything. I haven't seen any players that tweet Instagram. I'm sure that some texts were sent, but give the dude his flowers, okay? And I think that this just goes to show, the question is, is getting fired kind of rad? Is it in right now? I think. I think it's kind of in. I think that getting fired might be a slay. I would agree. I think I'm very in on the idea of um, being gifted a clean slate. And moving to Vegas on someone else's dime. I love that for Bruce Cassidy. I was one of the people that was very sad to see Bruce Cassidy go. I think it's interesting that you point out that so many players have not congratulated him. I have seen a lot of the Bruins fan base very much happy for him, very much congratulating him. I think that speaks to who he was to the organization from a fan perspective. And I'm, I'm happy for him. I think he's a phenomenal coach um, in terms of really getting the best out of his players. And I think he's done so with the golden Knights. I think that they had an amazing performance through the postseason. Um, Yeah. Good for Vegas. I'm happy for Vegas. I, I, I know that that was a hot take that I was, I was pro Vegas at the beginning, but um, knowing I won't have to see Matthew Kachuk hoist a Stanley Cup, not that he would be able to with his injury, but um, is very satisfying to me. I would like to say, fuck all of you nerds on hockey Twitter, blaming Jake DeBrusque for them not having Bruce Cassidy any, anymore, as if a bottom of the fucking and people are saying like him and trent frederick i think chris wagner was tossed out there i'll leave wags aside if you think that jake debrusque and trent frederick had anything to do with bruce cassidy leaving boston you're a fucking idiot jake debrusque was specifically jake debrusque because this is what i have seen on twitter he was on the trade block and not making any money when this was all going on. And you think he had that much pull to get a fucking head coach fired? Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. I get that he rescinded like his want for a trade when Bruce Cassidy was fired. But that literally doesn't matter. And he didn't have a say in Bruce Cassidy keeping his fucking job. Especially when you consider the organization that we're talking about. The, the idea that any of those kind of big decisions would come from a player is laughable to me. It should have been Don Sweeney anyway. If you want to blame anybody, it should have been fucking Don Sweeney. And you know what? 
sometimes breakups are good and they benefit both parties. Sure, I've said this. Bruce Cassidy won the breakup, in my opinion, because he got the ring. He got the Stanley Cup, you know, whatever you want to compare it to. But the Bruins also won the President's Trophy. They have a player happy coach for your veterans and you got David Krejci back and sure you had this, whatever. You have nobody else to blame other than your fucking selves for this. Nobody else. You should have started Jeremy Swayman in game six if Linus Allmark was hurt. You shouldn't have been trying to test lines. You have nobody to blame other than these stupid, silly little mistakes Mm -hmm. that you made to make players happy because you didn't fire Don Sweeney instead. And you know what? I think the Bruins are going to be better for it in the long term. It obviously wasn't going to work out. The players weren't happy. The coach probably wasn't happy. He's happy there. The players are happy now. They thought they were going to be. But the difference is, is that, yeah, sure, maybe maybe Bruce wouldn't have done what Jim did in the games with Linus and Jeremy Swayman and testing lines earlier. But regardless of that, you shouldn't have blown the fucking lead you had when you're the President's Cup trophy winners in round one of the Stanley Cup. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Even if he didn't do that, you shouldn't have let that happen, especially with the experience you have. So shut the fuck up. Shut up. It's not Jake DeBrusque's fault. No, it's not. And you know what? The Stanley Cup's coming to Cape Cod. Yeah, it is. And probably stuck to his word more than just Cape Cod, because there's a lot. We've talked about the hockey East alumni on the Vegas Knights team. Bruce Cassidy, too. Eichel's probably going to bring it up to New Hampshire. Mm hmm. Yeah. So you know what? You don't have anybody to blame other than the fact that you let the players run your organization last year. A hundred percent. Um, I want to talk about the injuries really quick. You mentioned the Kachuk sternum. How do, oh God, I hate crazy him, dude. But that sounds that's crazy. I mean, I guess if you don't have any titties to like. I don't know. No, that had to hot take. like a NHL players wear padded bras to protect their sternums. No way. I think it's still <laughs> would be, yeah, because your sternum's like here. As someone with no titties, my sternum is very exposed. So oh, ow. Um Ekblad's injury list, he basically should have been Dude. on a fucking ventilator. Dude, I don't even... Yeah, literally, he's like, should have been on a ventilator. It's a great way to put it. Like, wild. Just, all, I love hearing all the injuries that come out after the Stanley Cup because it makes me feel like an absolute pussy. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Marcheseau, Marcia, congratulations. Very deserved, especially when you think about the fact that he wasn't an, he's an undrafted player who wasn't protected during the expansion draft. I love when shit like that happens. I love the, you know, underdog story. Also, he's hot. Sick. Um, other than that, do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, so on- I have one thing I actually haven't I haven't talked to you about this. I've talked to a couple people about this. Um, the Phil Kessel means. I have not seen these. So basically all like I saw a couple things on Twitter that were how, you know, like Phil Kessel just like being able to be like, fuck you. I want a Stanley cup without having to play. Yeah. And this kind of got me thinking of other championships that have been won throughout history with players that didn't really play on the team. Oh, (laughs) 
So okay. I kind of thought about it. And if you have, if you think of any tweet about us um, or like shoot us a message, cause I would love to hear your thoughts. Turn on um, the Grand Prix. Carson Wentz with the Eagles in 2018. He did not play, but they won. So good for him. <laughs> I, dude, I'm stealing the Doug Peterson statue. Yeah, that's so fair. Oh my that's God. That's ours. So that shit should, no. Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, ours. Scott Pollard with the 2008 Celtics. That's kind of a deep cut. Um, my man's played like 20 games that season, I think. And Jeremy Lin, love him, but he did win with Toronto in 2019, which I did not realize. Breaking news. Breaking news. We're two minutes in. Pierre Gasly already having a blown gear shift. Jesus wow. Christ. Two minutes into practice, Pierre Gasly is probably pitting for the day. Pierre Gasly. Um, all right, who's your last one? Sorry, that was breaking news that I needed. We're an F1 podcast. <laughs> Those are we are an F1 podcast. Um, I am an NBA girly. Those were my thoughts on that. Uh, I like that. That was that was a good that was a good call. My random NHL thing that we're doing, if you listen to me on the Joe Murray show earlier this week, I asked Joe if we could do a segment on what you would do with the Stanley Cup if you had it for 24 hours. If you missed what I had to say, I'd start off with a hot, hot date at Waffle House at Jacksonville's finest Waffle House in Jacksonville Beach, where there are roaches and it is beautiful. Um, so I would do that with some nice all-star special black trucker coffee situation. I'd fill it with wits custard at the beach as well. I would take it to the Jag stadium and Shad Khan would let me in the pool or I would fist fight him. And then I would end the night at surfer the bar with beers on beers on beers in that bitch, because I am confident that the Stanley cup has never been to Jacksonville, Florida. Haley, what would you do with the Stanley cup for 24 hours? Well, I have to say um it's already been to boston so i have well, to, yeah. i don't know what it's already done um Jordan I bennington's girlfriend has peed in it that's disgusting it's, there are pictures online of this actually i was gonna say i would treat it to a little portsmouth new hampshire sash um maybe take it out on a boat in the bay or bring it to barrio have some margs out of it mm. Um, also maybe some strawberry habanero dipping sauce from the friendly mm. coast. Shout out Tyler. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, duck tour, perhaps that's the best way to see the city. I always say, I still uh, haven't in, done in a duck tour. Um, maybe bring him to see the sea. We should line. do one next time I come up there. Yeah. Tyler didn't know that they went in the water. No, thought I thought they were like, I ducks. thought they were like a Nashville party bus. Situation. You want to hear the most Boston thing of all time? Yeah. Last year, I was walking to the garden uh, from East Somerville for the game against the Bucks in, what was it, the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe? It was like Game forget. 5 or yes. something like yes. that. Yes. I wanted to troll people. So, of course, what jersey did I decide to wear? Dante DiVincenzo. Um, and so... <laughs> A duck tour drove past us and started screaming at me. Fuck you, go home, fucking bucks, blah, 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 blah. I got in a screaming match with a duck tour for game five of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So, As you should. 
Especially as you should. We were probably all tourists, which is even better. Um, also, Alpine is being rolled off the track. I don't know which one. It is Gasly. This up now. It is Gasly. Okay, it's still him. Got it. He is, might be fucked. Big tough. Um. So, all right. Portsmouth uh, sesh. Anything else? I don't know, dude. That's such a good question. Um, I did think like I kind of want to fill it with like a Seven Eleven Slurpee. Like whenever you can like bring your own cup. Like that would be kind of fun. Can we do one that won't kill me? Yeah, we'd have to find out one that didn't wouldn't kill you. Yeah. All right, Tyler, what would you do with the Stanley Cup? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'd probably take a so similar approach to you. I would go to a sick ass brunch. Um, big brunch guy. Um, That's Tyler's hot take of the week, right there. <laughs> sick ass brunch. I want that tattooed on me. Um. Big yeah, go guy? to a brunch, then, I don't know, it ends, if it ends around this time, go to the beach, hang out, me and Stan. Stepping on the beach. Yep. Yeah. That might be my call of the day. Go to bed All early. Right. Go to bed <laughs> Said nobody with their day with the Stanley Cup ever. <laughs> um all right so we're gonna talk some pll really quick before we kind of close out the show um we have a little bit of nfl but obviously it's kind of a dead zone there this week is columbus ohio the first game of the nights on espn plus and it is the water dogs at the atlas i am taking the water dogs in this game as much as i love the atlas and on paper their roster seems like it sh- they should play a lot better together I just am not it's a championship team versus a team who's had like a two season window for like championship hopes that just haven't really done what I think that their roster is capable of and the water dogs they play really well together they've got great coaching like it just seems like they've got it all figured out and they play really well on offense together obviously Michael Sowers is like a freak I, I th- but I do the thing I one of the things I'm most excited about this week is that we do get to watch Michael Sowers and Jeff Heat kind of have an offensive show out hopefully I think that that's really exciting the league's kind of like turning over with some of the offensive powerhouses and the creativity that we're seeing like you look at like Ryder Garnsey's opening week with six goals how Michael Sowers played at the end of last season how, how he's playing into this season you have at once the rookie of the year in Jeff Teat who also was like an NLL monster i just I, i'm excited about that i think it's cool i am gonna take the water dogs in this matchup tyler the water dogs are your team do you have any thoughts no 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 real thoughts i okay. took last week off so i don't really know what's going on okay um the other game tonight's at 8 30 also on espn plus it is our chrome versus the boston future boston former boston cannons um with lyle thompson taking the year off i just the cannons really have no hope for me. Like I know Asher Nolte it's is sick. Sad. It's if sad. the cannons beat the Chrome, I will actually be pissed. And there will this is a must win for the Chrome. I put must it in our win notes. For the Chrome. You've heard it here first. It's game three. It's a must win. Like you can't lose the way you did last week, nope. and then lose to the fucking cannons this week. It's just it's it's a must win. It. I know. Here's the thing. Cross Ferrara had a sick week one and a bad week two. It was a very, very quick fall from grace. I thought that Brendan Nick turn maybe was going to be back this week. Got some info from our PLL insider that he's not playing this week. 
Shout out our PLL insider. You know who Friend you are. Friend of the show. <laughs> so I'm I miss Brendan Nick Turn a lot. I can't wait for him to be back. I hope the cross, you know, like comes back. Whatever. We love a D3. Love the story. Whatever. If the, this is a must win for the Chrome. If they lose this, I will actually be so pissed. I can't watch this game because I'm gonna be at work, but I will be fucking pissed. I will be pissed. I might record it actually. Can you no, yeah. it's ESPN plus. I can't record it. You can watch um watch it back, VODs, yeah. True. Uh yeah, I'm gonna be pissed if that happens. They shouldn't have lost that game last week either. So that's how I feel there. Um, Archer's Chaos. Everyone's talking about how this is like kind of the game of the week or whatever. It's on ESPN regular and ESPN plus. I get the Archer's offense versus the Chaos defense and Jack Rowlett and Blaze Reardon, whatever. I don't know why, and I felt this way last season as well. The Archers get a lot of hype that I don't think they deserve. Like, I are they a good team? Do they have whatever? Yeah. The Chaos defense is awesome. And, like, they have their NLL guys back. Josh Burns back. They had a fucking show out last week. Everyone was on the score sheet. So I think that they're kind of undermining the ability that the chaos offense has. Yeah, their defense is like the talking point of the team. I kind of think that this is going to be a blowout in the chaos's favor, and I don't know why I feel that way. I get why they're putting it as the game of the week, must-watch TV, whatever. I'm riding chaos here, and I'm riding chaos hard. Last game of the week is probably my favorite game of the week. This, like, mini rivalry that has come together between, like, the Whip Snakes and the Redwoods over the last few years I think is super fun. I think the Whip Snakes are obviously a very hateable team aside from a handful of players. I don't I don't love the guys on their team. I'm sorry. Hate me. Also, the Redwoods are my emotional support team, especially when the Chrome do Chrome things like they did <laughs> last week. <laughs> Like the woods are two and zero, whip snakes are zero and two. They shouldn't the the, the whips shouldn't be zero and two. Do I think the woods should be two and zero? Probably. There were like a little, a little lull in play where I thought that that might be possible, but like their offense is just stacked. I mean, you have Ryder Garnsey, you have Jules Henningberg, you have Miles Jones, you have Sergio Perkovic, you have these guys who are capable from scoring from the two. I have a feeling that the whips are finally going to come into the win-, win column this week, but the Redwoods are sick, dude. Like I, I've been waiting for a long time for them to kind of step into this powerhouse that I think they can be. And I think that this is the season they're going to do it. I'm all in on the woods this year. You know what? I'm going to say it. They're my championship pick. Wow. Wow. Week three woods are winning it this year. That's bold. Yeah. Woods are winning it. So those are our PLL picks of the week. Do you guys have any thoughts, anything before we talk a little bit of NFL and close out? Nope. All good nope. stuff. The Chrome did Chrome things. They made us look like fools. I'm going to say it. Connor Farrell, not drinking enough milk. I need oh. the milk numbers up. Milk. I have he not heard. It. I haven't heard one milkman joke. I haven't heard one milkman quote. I haven't seen any milk jugs. I need the milk numbers up. The milk More is milk. lacking. Lacking. Can we get the Haley and drink some milk? Drink some milk. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> I will never forget when Haley did the drink hot chip milk. challenge and Tyler just goes, drink some milk. <laughs> oh my God. I wasn't even thinking about that. I've had so many things trigger my hot chip challenge recently. Yeah. It'd be like that. Um, but yeah, let's jump into some NFL stuff. Um, Cause I know we, you talked a little bit when you were on, 
98.5 about your thoughts on mini camps in general this season. So I'd love to hear if you've changed your mind or if you feel the same. No, I feel the same. I've watched like some stuff across the league. Mini camps are mini camps. I am happy to see Calvin looking good out on the field. The fucking Patriots situation is laughable. Laughable. I feel like that's kind of like the conversation around here right now. And as it should be, just because it did, it, Joe Murray said that it felt like a waste of time. And while I feel like they in general feel like a waste of time, the Trent Brown situation of him not being able to book his flight on time and then showing up to minicamp, not only a day late, but a dollar short overweight is just rough, tough. It's a tough look, especially for an organization that, prides itself on its strictness and consistency and accountability. I was going to say, because they canceled the last day to go play paintball, has Bill gone soft? I feel like, I kind of feel like Bill doesn't really care anymore. Yeah, I would agree with that more do you than think I would. He's, do you think that Bill still has the reign over the locker room? Or... No. Has he I lost the locker room? The mi- Question I think, mark? I think, it's, I think it's the middle, it's the middleman at this point that are... Do you, if, if, if Mac and Bill can't even, let's say even you do dream scenario sign DeAndre Hopkins, if that (laughs) doesn't fix the relationship between Bill and Mac, which I don't think it's going to just, no, I agree. Uh, do you, are you worried about that? I've been worried about the Mac Bill relationship for a long time. I don't necessarily, I'm, I'm of the camp that. Listen, I've been watching Bill Belichick for long enough to know that I can't read the man very well. Um, So I won't know where the team's at until preseason. Um, Even then, I think we're going to see a lot of last-minute changes. I think that the the paintball situation, I think is good. I I personally think it comes from Bill O'Brien and the new coaching situation trying to find ways to appeal to these young men and have them kind of get out of the camp for a minute. Um, Do I think it was a situation where maybe they went to bill with that idea? Yeah. I don't think it was bill Belichick's idea to go paintballing. I'm going to be honest. I don't think any of us think that it was his idea. Um, but, But I think that, you know, he's, he's given it a shot and it's better in my opinion than if he said no. I'm sorry. Like I, th- that would be what I would think he would do. And so that's that not, means yeah, that's, it's so, not a big deal to me that they played paintball. It. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, team bonding's important. You can't be on the field all the time, whatever. I don't give a shit about that. I, it's just more so like the fact that not only did you do that, but you're kind of rewarding the team for a guy who didn't book a proper flight and for talking back to you and whatever. I just, I think Bill might've gone a little soft. That being said, I think Vegas, if I'm not mistaken right now, has the Patriots going nine and eight in the division that they play in, the best division in football, especially with the moves that have been made in the last few like months. It's it's a tough it's a tough race. Do you think that signing DeAndre Hopkins puts any more wins in that column? Do you think it pulls them out of being favorited to finish last in the division? Where do you see that changing that narrative? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't think it will heavily impact in a positive way. I think that it, I think nine and eight is 
okay <laughs> i mean like i i don't i think that that is probably where i would put them that's not would, that's not going to make the playoffs in this division though. it's not going to make the pay- no it's not I, I don't expect them to to be honest i literally i have said from the get that they are third at best in the division at and best. i think i think three teams from this division could make the postseason but yeah it, here's, the, yeah. here's the thing you signed DeAndre Hopkins and you have Juju now and you're probably going to have Parker mm-hmm. and who's throwing them the ball Who? that's the thing that's the, like you can give me all the talent but if if they're not gonna like if Mac's not gonna Mac out then what's the point of having DeAndre what's the point like what's the point he, I don't that's yeah okay here's the thing everyone I've heard such mixed reviews. I've read such mixed reviews from how he threw the ball in camp, whatever. Here's the thing. He can be as accurate as he wants. He's an accurate quarterback. I'll give him that. He has a fucking noodle for an arm. Noodle. Noodle. How are you going to sling? What's the point of having a true X or whatever if you can't get the ball to him downfield? That's what Who I'm saying. Who gives a fuck? Who That's cares? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And God knows we can't run the ball. So I just, I, I don't feel confident in our offense at all right now. If I'm being hundred percent honest with you, I'm like, I know you're probably like, holy shit, because I'd never talk ill of this team ever, but I'm really nervous. Do I think that Bill O'Brien was the right hire regardless of his relationship with Mac Jones? Yes. Yeah. You needed, like I, I've said it on the show before. I think you needed him to get back in Mac Jones. Good graces after how you embarrassed him last year, regardless of how it went, you embarrassed the kid. You needed to do him a favor. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the right hire regardless. The kid has a noodle. Noodle. It just, it's our biggest thing, especially coming off of Tom Brady, right? Is consistency. We just need some level of consistency. And I think that that's what's lacking. And that's what makes me so nervous is there's no consistent offensive performance that we can rely on. And it's just, yes, DeAndre Hopkins would be awesome. Would I love to see him play in New England? Sure. I would love to see any star of his caliber, in my opinion, play in New England. But it's our ability to be consistent throughout the season that I don't know that any player can impact beyond a coaching situation. Yeah. I also think it's a red flag that you let him leave without a contract because you have the money. That's not a problem. You have over $14 million in cap space. And if he wants money, that's what he's going to get. You're not paying anybody. And you've clearly made it clear that you'll pay these stupid tight ends who aren't DeAndre Hopkins, which don't get me wrong. Hunter Henry has been a security blanket for Mac Jones at times. You got Gasicki now, which I think is the best signing that they did all off season. I I think that's even way better than Juju. Like I'm, I'm a Gasicki truther. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Gophers uh, all over the F1 track at the moment. Look at how cute they are. But I forgot where I was going. I forgot what I was talking about. There's so many Gophers on my TV right now. Look at them all. Um, They're so cute. Holy shit. I fucking love the Montreal Grand Prix, the Gopher lore. I don't even remember what I was talking about at this point. We were talking about Oh, DeAndre Hopkins not getting his deal done. It's not a money issue. It's not a money issue. You've got the money. You're not fucking paying anybody, and you've made it clear that you're willing to pay stupid people prior. What do you have to lose? How can he leave? Now, all of a sudden, the newest report is that both teams are taking time to think about it. What the fuck do you have to think about? Here's the thing. It makes me feel like he wants 
the Chiefs or the Bills to be like, okay, he has options. They don't have money, but he will gladly take a pay. Would you? T- I would pay for Patrick Mahomes to throw me the fucking football. Are you kidding? You can make that shit up in Instagram advertisements tomorrow. You have the money. You don't need any more. Go catch the ball from Patrick Mahomes and win a ring, if that's what you want to do. Because would- in all in all reality, he's not going to play for the AFC South either. Who the fuck wants to play for the Titans? Who's going to throw you the ball on that team either? You'd maybe make the playoffs because you're in a worse division and you can maybe compete a little bit, even though we know that the Jags are on the rise and that's not a hot take because we're a Jags podcast. I would fucking rather play in the AFC South than the AFC East if I'm not going to win a ring either way, especially when Bill Belichick has the regimented schedule that he does and you're a guy who's known to not want to practice anyway. And that's the other thing that I think nobody is really talking about because we're all like, let's be polite and let's not say it because maybe he will show up and blah, 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 blah. But like, uh, you can't be pulling that in a Bill Belichick system. Sorry, not sorry. Like, that's Bill on soft. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to quickly shout out the Aston Martin team's photographer. Did you just see her? Serving no. absolute looks. No. Um, full head curled gorge and all that teal color which is not an easy color if you know the aston martin teal did nick devries just bottom out what just happened i don't know did he hit a gopher don't that put not- that evil on me ricky bobby <laughs> oh my speaking god speaking of ricky bobby i want to talk about the jag stadium super quick I don't give a fuck how this thing gets paid for. Shad Khan said he'd cover a significant portion of it. What I care about is where the Jacksonville Jaguars will be playing during this time. I don't want to go to Orlando. Fuck Orlando. I don't want to go to Gainesville. I love the swamp, but it's not an NFL stadium, and I don't want to sit in bleachers. Put that bitch in Daytona for the Daytona 500. That's fucking iconic. I want to wear race suits with Jaguars on them. I want a Jaguar print one. I want to sweat my ass off. I don't give a fuck. I want this shit in Daytona and I want it in Daytona now. I want to be literally that Trevor Wallace video where he's at like a NASCAR event and he's like, yeah, these are my kids. Chuck, Landfish, and Liddell. I want that now. I am officially going to my first NASCAR race in July. I am super excited in New Hampshire at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. So it's not like NASCAR, NASCAR, Talladega, whatever, but it is NASCAR. So I'm excited. I've never been. I want to scream turn left. Yes, that's the goal. That's all I want. I don't beer. I want to drink Bud Light out of a six Bud Light belt. Love it. In cowboy boots and overalls. Dude, imagine the fashion. I the looks I the would looks you would be turning at the Daytona 500. I'm here for it. We should we should go regardless. I would serve cunt every Sunday. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I- um- <laughs> that's those are i think all of my football thoughts other than the stefan Diggs situation i feel like josh allen has to kiss his ass a little bit i have some thoughts that i don't really want to share here but if they come out to be true i will feel like a genius actually you know what fuck it i'm gonna say it with my whole chest i am not positive that this is what happened do not take my word for this i do not know but there are obviously rumors that josh allen cheated on his hot ass 
girlfriend since high school. I'm rolling with that Stefan's mad at him for being a cheater because you know what? I think Stefan Diggs is perfect. And they said it wasn't organizational or football related. I think Stefan's for the girls. Wow. I kind of would live for that. I and would buy my Stephon respect for Stefan Diggs. Now. Yeah, I would buy one t- today. Today. I almost wish that we could confirm that, to be honest. And listen, I understand that I am not the biggest Josh Allen fan because I have said that he should not be in the top 13 player ratings or that he should be on the cover of Madden. (laughs) However, I would kind of ride for Stefan Diggs not liking him cheating because I think that's a douche move. If that's true. Like I feel very validated in my dislike of Josh Allen. If that's true. He doesn't have any contract problems. He just signed a contract. He has like a no trade thing in his contract. They said it wasn't organization related. They said it wasn't football related. Josh Allen's girlfriend like took all their pictures down together. The rumors are everywhere. Rumor is he's dating Haley Seinfeld. Yes, but I'm rolling that Stefan Diggs is for the ladies. We love that. We love it. And that's, I don't know. That's, that's all I have to say about that. It's hypothetical. My theory, my theory is that this is just not news and the media is running with something because there's nothing else going on. (laughs) But he didn't show up. I mean, he did. So what? Maybe an appointment. I don't know. Maybe he had an appointment. And they're just making him out. Maybe he was going to brunch. Big brunch guy. He could have been going to brunch. brunch I'll take Steph to, I wouldn't take Steph to lunch. I don't like really, I don't really like Steph. Do you guys? It's because it's a former association with Kirk. Can't associate with him. Wow. Do you guys remember when Marshawn Lynch was fined a hundred grand for skipping media to go get Chick-fil-A breakfast? Yes, I do. Incredible. It was worth it, probably. Icon. Show some respect to the running back. Um, Tyler, you have a couple notes. Yeah, just a couple of Lions notes. Uh Detroit's listed as the landing spot for Chase Young. Hate it. Um, is he on the hate list? Mm. No, not really the hate list because I don't not know if because... I hate him. I don't hate him personally. I just don't think he's all he's cracked up to be. He can't stay on the field. He's talented, sure. He can't stay on the field. He's always hurt. There's something wrong with him. Um, maybe he doesn't drink enough milk. Um, mm, hot and day. there's Does also young drink milk. I don't think not enough. Wow. Um, you heard it here first. Brittle bones. Uh, Detroit also might be in the running for hard knocks again for the second season in a row. Yeah, Daddy Campbell content. Because apparently the teams that they could force to do hard knocks are resisting. Yes. Um, which fair, I Pussies. probably wouldn't want to do hard knocks Pussies. either if I were. Daddy Campbell would never. Um, I still don't see how there's a way that they don't force the Jets to do it. I would love that so much. You would Aaron just love to watch Sala for like a whole season. I love him. <laughs> you you're you're like are literally his biggest fan you yeah i, I don't know if i've ever nanny. heard of a bigger fan of solid i literally you. used to be his nanny i know i just think you would live for a like reality show with them yeah i could see the babes yeah um any other thoughts <laughs> no no we can jump into uh our closing segments. I have a tweet of the week, just staying on the football trend here. We have said this previously. And if you're a new listener, hi, welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you for staying so long with us. But we have, my hair. <laughs> we have said before, and I'm going to say it again. 
Jags players stay writing for each other on Twitter. And I am here for it. I feel like they are always on Twitter, A. They're like very quick with news and information. And I'm specifically referring to Zay Jones this past week. The PFF released their top 10 under 23 players, uh, not including Trevor Lawrence. And Zay Jones was very quick to hop on the app and say, uh, hey, uh, Trevor Lawrence is, uh, he's young enough to be on that list. And I just thought that's really cool. Like, I kind of get this vibe that they really do have this camaraderie among themselves and they ride for each other. And I'm here for it. I was talking about this yesterday. For the first time in my life, players want to be in Jacksonville and they want to be Jacksonville Jaguars. And while that is a weird feeling, it fucking rocks. They love each other. They've bought into the culture. They're not fighting with fucking Urban Meyer. He's not hitting our players. Doug Marone's not eating bologna all over the place. This rocks. I this is awesome. I've waited 27 years for this and I will soak up every second of it. And if you don't like it, suck my dick. I will make a quick correction too. It was the top 10 under 25 players. Trevor is 23. So Zay Jones said Trev 23, I think. Yep. So true. Thought it was great. My tweets of the week are the most obvious tweets of the week. uh, And I am making that plural for a reason. Mariah Mills. Holy shit. If you don't know who Mariah Mills is, you live under a rock. She is allegedly Zion Williamson's girlfriend, and he came out and is having a baby with another woman, and she's, like, has been tweeting him every 10 minutes for, like, two weeks now to the point where it is, like, sad. She has been, like, body shaming him and, like, posting their conversations and pictures and nudes and... It's very uncomfortable. Cringe. Cringe. Big time cringe. She looks way worse than he ever could. We hate that for a Duke alumni, to be honest. I love it for a Duke alumni. I don't know what you're talking about. I just also, no offense. I don't care if you are dating the nicest guy, hooking up with the nicest guy. I'm going to leave dating out of it. Like, if you're hooking up or have been flown out by a player, you kind of have to assume like we're a feminist podcast we are like the most no but that is so i think that you're saying what people need to need to say like like, come on we have hung out with enough wags in our lifetime to know that there is a level of expectation not saying again that it's right to cheat on anybody because it's not because it's not but they weren't even dating. But they and weren't even, dating, right? And even even if you were dating like that, based off of the messages that you have shown, you didn't really seem to be dating in a sense that was, you know, a relationship establishment. And again, we are pro women, but how she's going about it, I do not agree with at all. I agree. Yeah, like not your, a good book. your business is nobody else's business, regardless of how it goes. Like, if you were actually like. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't make it the Pelican's problem. That's for damn sure. And she oh, also, seems... it's just not the internet's problem. Like, or the baby mama's problem. Like it's yeah. never the other woman's fault. No, ever. we do not stand that behavior at all. Also, like she's pregnant. Like let that baby be a baby. Yep. 
We had um, offline going off the track. On yep. The track. Very tough. Burp, burp, burp. So for tea party, I want to kick us off. Um, if you again, this I'm, just says surprise. I'm scared. Yeah, it's um, a surprise. Apparently. So I was tuned in to Kendra's performance uh, or debut on 98.5. And it was revealed to all of our New England listeners out there that she does not know what or where the golden banana is, which has been a big point of contention. I would say was the most controversial part of your appearance on the show. Not Bruce Cassidy's boob job? No, I think that that was the most, Tyler, it is a Question. strip club. It is a strip club in okay. the New England area. Thank you for the clarification. Um, a male one. I Route thought one. you were looking for an actual golden banana. Nope. Nope. Okay, great. On Route 1, uh, shout out. It is notorious. Um, and I am shocked that you had not, not saying you're a connoisseur, but we are very pro. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Pro strip club? We're, yeah, we're, we're pro. We're pro. Like, we're I all love about strip it. clubs. Yeah, love. yeah, yeah. So I was shocked that you had not been to the golden banana that was the tea of the week for me well so do you want to go to a chip and there's a chippendales performance at the brook in a couple weeks you want to go yes yeah. Should really go. yeah i'll get us a table for the content for the content i mean even regardless I feel like you probably can't <laughs> record in there i wouldn't bring a f- recording device gopro they, yeah. they frown upon that i imagine oh and how would you know cats, tyler and cats I just can't imagine they would want to be filmed. Mm. If it's consensual, I mean. All right, I'll go to the golden banana too. I'm super in on that. I yeah. love, I don't care if it's men, women, drag queens. I don't give a shit. Oh my I'm God, in. all of the above. If you are taking your top off to something, I'm in. We love it. The Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Dump yeah. them out for Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Yes, if I would do, oh. we have to request Kelly your Clarkson. son is on the screen, Kendra. Yuki, did he crash? Look no, at the he... leaves on his helmet. That's so cute. I love him. Um, but he is. Why does he got leaves on his helmet? He drives drive through Canadian. Bush. It's the Canadian. Canadian oh, I thought he had like branches sticking out of his helmet. Imagine if they were. I'm not watching. Um. All right, we got to do our horoscope, and then we have some closing thoughts. Time for yes. me to do Tyler's. I okay, Tyler. I think this is Tyler's favorite part of the show. Yeah, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy agree. The moon. We the love moon. the moon. I have a love hate relationship with the moon. Friend of the it show. Says, Tyler wants to slack off today. Stay out a stay out a seedy dance club until sunrise. Tyler, are dance you going club. To the Tyler, I'm not going anywhere today. You going dancing? It's like 90 degrees outside. I don't think I will leave my apartment today. Okay. I think that you should go to Buds and Brews. Oh. No, it's so far away. And it's got to be so crowded, too. I don't know. It says maybe that I'll, I should maybe open I'll go, up... to, go to my brunch bar. Yeah. Ooh, it says it, that I should open up a space for us both to exhale. exhale. Our philosophies of life are compatible today and nothing else oh. is. I don't know a lot of philosophy. Um... Wow. So yeah, that's Tyler's that's Tyler's horoscope today that you want to slack off and dance until sunrise at a CD club. I'm living wow. for the gopher content. 
do the gopher content is the only reason that actually I'm an F1 fan. Tyler, tonight, you need to put it on right now. There are so many gophers. They won't beat the, those, the the Singapore otters better than gophers. Hot take. Yeah. Kendra I'm, knows about the Singapore. I sent Kendra the Singapore otters. Groundhog Day is my favorite holiday, so I'm gonna I'm really? gonna Yes. What is that groundhog's name? Puxatani Phil. Puxatani Phil. Puxatani Phil. No, Puxatani. You do this. And he lives on Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob. Wow, where's Gobbler's Knob? It's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Is it? It's right outside of Philly. How do you not know any of the Philly? I don't know the lore about Groundhog's Day. (laughs) I don't know if I believe in Groundhog's Day. I don't know why we Groundhog. It's not plural. Just one. It's not plural. There's only one Groundhog. One Groundhog. Puxatani fell. Name another yeah. holiday. I name another country. groundhog? No. No, 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 no. Can you name another country that predicts its weather with a fucking rodent? Uh, I don't know. It's a bunch of ratatouille bullshit. <laughs> I hate it. What does that mean? Not the ratatouille slander. Why? I just dislike groundhogs. What does that have I to think do with stupid. the weather? Because she that called him a rodent. That's the only other rodent Let I know that cook. does things that has Let a job. Remy cook. Tyler is There's only two rodents knob. that have a job, and it's Remy and Puxawani Phil. Puxawani! Whatever. Hey, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Ground in the episode. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs>